This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Crime Scene Queens. I'm Shelly, your legal beagle and your court bitch. And I'm Laura, your resident field mouse and crime scene investigator in the field. Today, I think we should talk about something that's kind of crazy and uh, Mm -hmm. it's a psychological condition. A little bit like OCD, but not so much. used to be classified as such. And it's hoarders. Oh, so so literally like the opposite of OCD where people are like compulsively clean. Or compulsively messy. Or compulsively accumulating trash. Yeah. (laughs) You know, one, one man's trash is the other man's treasure. Even when it's a moldy sandwich. Uh, I am interested about your moldy <laughs> sandwich. Um, oh, girl, yes. that's not even the worst of it. I, I mean, there are like scenes that are coming to mind right now where there's like freezers and freezers full of dead animals. Oh, yeah. The ASPCA actually did a huge conference in Florida. Mm -hmm. Imagine that. (laughs) Yes, yes. The Florida conference from the ASPCA because hoarders are not taking care of their animals. So, yeah. Well, that's because animal hoarding is a whole other like sub condition of the main problem. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Yeah. I mean, you know, when you're when you're a hoarder and you don't take care of your animal and you die and your dog eats your face. I know normally cats are the ones yeah. that eat people, but yes, unless you live in Detroit, then your dog eats your face. <laughs> Is that a specific scene that you're referring to right now? Absolutely. And it took 10 years. Oh my God. Tell me about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I want to get into that. I, you know, this is like the pathway to hoarding. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I kind of want to get into that, but you know, there's so many different stories. Yeah. Hoarders. So what exactly is a hoarder? A hoarder is, I mean, my, I want to hear your definition and then I'm going to like say my definition and I totally haven't even looked this up. But so my definition of a hoarder is someone who, to me, hoarding is like, you have to have pathways in your house that are cleared out to be able to get from one Mm -hmm. area to the other. And there's so many different stories of, you know, people on Amazon. Hoarders are usually they go broke. So if you have a studio apartment or if you have a mansion, no matter Mm -hmm. what, you can be a hoarder and you'll fill every nook and cranny and every space from floor to ceiling, from wall to wall. And the only way to get through areas is literally to have either a pathway that is, I want to say clear, but it's not clear because it's never clean. Mm -hmm. And so it's like a pathway throughout the room or it's a pathway over. So to me, like it kind of reminds me of, you know, over the river and through the woods. Yeah, we're going on a bear hunt. <laughs> Can't go over it. Can't God. go under it. <laughs> we gotta go, gotta go through, through it. it. <laughs> yeah. Was that my Girl Scouts? I don't even know where I remember that from, to I be honest. I feel like that was from Girl Scouts. <laughs> I feel like we had to do that in Girl Scouts like a long time ago or like brownies or something. I oh know my I gosh. pulled it out of somewhere. That's, well, you, you pulled it out of one of the Amazon boxes from yeah. one of the hoarder houses that I've seen, and it was horrible. And there were so many unopened Amazon boxes. And unopened? 
Yeah. Yeah, just stacked. Some of them were open. Yeah, but they were like, it was just piles and piles of just some open Amazon stuff and then just boxes of unopened Amazon stuff just throughout the house and just little pathways. It was, I'm literally stuttering because it, it kind of right. grosses me out. Only, very few things gross me out, but this is one of them. Hoarding. Hoarding. Hoarders hoarding. Disgusting. Uh, so yeah, so, you know, another one where we got called out and fire department obviously got called out first because they were doing a welfare check. So it was mm -hmm. law enforcement and fire department. And so we get there and FDs, they're kind of given the rundown of the scene. And they said, well, you know, we uh, get called out for this welfare check. They haven't seen their family member in a few weeks. Mm -hmm. And so awesome family member, I guess, was supposed to go somewhere, whatever, doesn't show up. So welfare check happens. Law enforcement right. comes out. They call fire department because law enforcement opens the door and the pungent smell of death is there. Oh, it smacks you right in the face like a Sunday morning, doesn't it? Yeah, but it wasn't necessarily just the death. It was the fecal matter yeah. scent. And, you know, when there's like just dirt and filth, there's that that like almost like irony smell. Yeah, so, it's like a metallic. I know what you're talking yeah, about. And yeah, metallic. At the point, yeah. And at the point that it gets there, like the air is for sure a hazard to be breathing oh. in. Oh, 100%. I mean, mm -hmm. so, you know, we roll up and FD is no longer there, but they have like their BCs, their breathing and their, I guess, BAs, their breathing apparatuses there. Right. So I I'm like, whoa, we're like, can I borrow that real quick? So, you know, we can go into this scene. It was awful. So turns out oh. uh, during this welfare check, law enforcement is like, nope, we're done. Can't really get through. They force their way through. They find an elderly person and uh, mm. definitely been deceased for quite a while and uh, is missing part of their face as well. Of course. But they are stuck in the rungs of a ladder. <sighs> Whoa. Yeah. So apparently it turns out that, you know, FD says, well, what we think happened is they were climbing on the uh -huh. ladder because they couldn't get around. And oh, so they had right. to climb on top of boxes. Now, mind you, this person is older, so they should not have been climbing on a ladder to begin right. with. And they must have slipped. And when they fell, their leg got stuck and they kind of just dangled there until they ended up dying. And because they couldn't feed their pet cats, the cats oh. ended up gnawing on the face. Yeah, I mean, hashtag your cat will eat you and your dog won't. Um, so Unless you live is, in Detroit. Unless you live in Detroit. I know, I can't wait for this story later. You know, speaking to your, like, oh, what is your definition of hoarding? Okay, so when I think of a hoarder, I think of somebody that collects regardless of what that means. And what I am kind of trying to get at is I've actually been in a house that was almost completely vacant other than a couch and a few other pieces of furniture, yet there were... A bachelor pad. Well, <laughs> let's not go crazy because this was a woman's house, but she had over 20 cats and when I say over 20 cats, I mean over 20 living cats. Uh. It was really bad. There was cat poop. Like, okay, it was a two-story townhome, if you can picture this in your head. The yeah, downstairs, I Yeah, right. So, like, the downstairs had the kitchen or what should have been a kitchen. 
And there was like a beanbag chair. And then upstairs was a bedroom and a sort of great room den and bathroom sort of mm-hmm. thing. And she had one couch that she had died on in that denning area. And the cats had collected around her body and started to eat her. And oh. yeah, because obviously she wasn't feeding them anymore. Mm-hmm. And the cat poop, the decomp, the urine, and oh. the, that metallic smell of just filth. Because at a certain point of filth, there starts to be a patina or like sort of a lamination of things. Mm-hmm. And I remember this cat rescue showed up. Because they heard about it or something. And this cat rescue lady was all like, I'm going to go in there and save the cats after we had had her body removed. And we were like, okay, bitch, mm-hmm. you go right ahead. And she's like, oh, no, no, no. I'm used to the smell of cat dander. <laughs> okay. And so she spent less than 30 seconds in the house and she had like put on gear, right? Right. Like her own Tyvek or personal protective equipment and her own like N95 mask. She Mm -hmm. didn't last that 30 seconds and she came out and vomited everywhere. So you can hoard more than just things. And then I think of hoarding as like hoarding maybe something in particular out of a fear, like, People who have an excessive amount of canned goods because they're afraid of the end of the world or something. And then there's just hoarding in general where there's like an irrational attachment to collecting things to the point where, like you said, you can't move throughout your home. So then like the problem compounds upon itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I've had many crime scenes with hoarding. And what I think that people may not understand is hoarding is a lot more common than you think. I remember going into some hoarding homes and the outside of the home was like immaculate, freshly painted, driveway pressure washed, roof clean, nicely manicured lawn, landscaped, okay? But the inside of the house looked like somebody's forgotten storage unit And there weren't even those pathways that you were – like, I remember one house where the cobwebs on the ceiling were so thick that you couldn't even see the ceiling anymore. Ugh, that's disgusting. I remember my first hoarding scene was actually a law enforcement officer who had accidentally discharged his weapon. Mm -hmm. So – I We responded, of course, to make sure there was nothing going on between him and the wife, you know, that this wasn't really a domestic issue. Yeah. And we get there and you're trying not to make a face because, dear God, yeah. it was like hoarding to the point where they had taken their kitchen table chairs and put yeah. it on top of the table so that they could fill the space under the table with stuff. And their particular hoarding house was like papers. It was like they never threw away a piece of mail or a document in their entire life to the point where when he shot himself, 
the blood spattered on a stack of papers. Like the stack created a tower. It was insane. Wow. Wow. I Wow. That's disgusting. I know. It was really bizarro. And then like to have it be not like a direct colleague, obviously, because it was at a different agency, but a colleague, you're like, bro, bro, we know you can afford a maid. I know your salary. All right. Like Uh, throw some shit away. There's computers now. But getting into a deeper nitty gritty, uh, you know, it's funny because like all of my hoarding scenes that come to memory are all things like that, like accidental discharge of a weapon or uh, like you were saying, Shelly, like a death of a relative or somebody that hadn't been in contact recently. Mm -hmm. Because the other really bad hoarding scene that I could think of was another accidental discharge of a firearm and collecting a projectile and casing in this particular scene was nearly impossible because unlike what I was saying before where the outside of some houses were immaculate, this, there was not one blade of grass in the yard and there was a wood deck that led up to the front door. And I remember walking through the front door and the piece of wood right before the threshold rotted and collapsed and my ankle went through the deck and I got stuck. And the lady is sitting there on a chair on the front porch and she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I've been meaning to have that replaced. And I'm like, sure you were. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I walk through the front door and Literally, the floor was so covered in filth that not just one layer of newspapers and trash, it had literally become like crystallized and fossilized in amber to the point where it was solid but like bumpy. And then there were just stacks and stacks of things. And the pathway that they had created was maybe two and a half, three feet wide. And these two people that lived in this home were, they probably have to shop at special stores to find their clothes because of their weight. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. 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 Like you can't just go to like a normal store. Like I want to say it like the right way. They probably needed like a big and tall. Yes. So I looked up and this was another cobweb house and this was the first time I saw it. But the difference was this the trash went all the way to the ceiling. So the cobwebs were not like up. They were actually detached and swinging down. So I was having to move them out of the path of my face. So my crime scene photos are not really understandable because there's all these cobwebs hanging down, blocking the view of the room. And for our listeners who don't know, there are two ways that people will document the overall aspect of a room. And one way is to take corner to corner shots so that you get all four corners. And the other way is to do literally a dead on 90 degree shot of all four walls. I'm a corner to corner person. Every CSI has their niche. There's no wrong, there's no right. That was literally impossible because of the towers of trash. Like I remember there was like a random lawn chair and like, pool noodle in the middle of this living room. And at some point I had asked the woman, I said, well, where is your husband's gun? And she's like, it's on the dining room table. And I'm like, 
bitch, where's that? Yeah, yeah. Where, where's the table? <laughs> yeah, some of these places you, you can't yeah. even find the table. So I went into the bedroom where he accidentally shot himself. There was a path to the bed and then the bed was encapsulated in garbage. And I literally had to crawl. The, the path didn't go all the way to the bed. There was a barrier of trash. So I took as much, like as well as I could with pictures and then climbed over the garbage pile to try to get a 90 degree shot of like the blood spatter on the bed. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking I should really go get a mask. This odor is not decomp. This is like, I feel like I'm getting ill from being in here. So I oh, walked yeah. out of the house again to get a mask and she's sitting on the porch and she goes, Hey, um, how much longer till you're done? Because I was going to start to clean the house. What? And I said, oh, well, I've gotten most of what I need, so it'll probably only be another half hour because what am I going to do, roll up on her? Like, you could tell that she was well aware that there was an issue. Oh, my gosh, that's awful. I mean, hoarders die and then people don't know because the smell of the hoard overshadows the smell of the death. Yeah, yeah. So there's two... Uh, situations that kind of kind of come to mind. And, you know, one of them is uh, it's uh, an elder lady that was whenever she would go anywhere, she was dressed to the nines. So she always had her, you know, beautiful makeup face. She was she was definitely older, uh, but, you know, she always had her her makeup done and she always went to the salon and had her hair done. So her hair was impeccable. And she actually was a collector of makeup. So she's like one of the, you know, almost prestigious brands of makeup. And right. no one, no one knew that she was a hoarder. Like, if you looked at her, you couldn't tell. Her clothes were very clean. They were always, you know, pressed, and she was dressed very, very nicely. And you know, one of the, you know, every time she go to the market, she looked great yeah. in her, you know, cute little old lady, right. like one of those, like half inch to one inch heels. Oh, <laughs> you know? the super cute. heels. Yeah. Yes, and she even wore, you know, like little pantyhose that you know didn't have holes in them, didn't rip, didn't tear, no runs. You know, like, yeah, it didn't have any runs in them. Yeah, you can tell how much I wear pantyhose. Uh, you know, so like yeah. she looked great. No one knew she was a hoarder. And well, honestly, what is the point of pantyhose anyways? But go ahead. <laughs> uh, I guess for those that don't want to shave their legs. I don't even know. Or if you want to yeah. look like you have a tan. I mean, if you're white like me, like super yeah. pasty and you want to look like you have a tan, then maybe you, instead of spray tanning, you get you wear pantyhose. But, you know, it does, guess. doesn't work at the beach, FYI. You know, yeah, you know. no, it does not. <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, so this poor old lady, uh, you know, obviously another welfare check, because that's usually I in in my view, that's how uh, hoarders are found. Right. You know, welfare checks. So uh, she ends up she dies in her kitchen in like a little lawn chair and she's in a foot deep of trash. Fast food trash, regular trash, you know, greeting cards. Old ladies love to keep their greeting cards. So, you know, she's got her greeting cards. And including, you know, so we were talking about the smell, right? So the smell of Mm -hmm. death and decomp is something. But then when you add a hoarder into that death and decomp, it just gives it a whole new level of smell. (sighs) Yes. And so included in this foot deep of trash that she was found in were open, empty cans of sardines. (gasps) Oh, no. Yeah. And she didn't have cats. (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, they found her and it had been about two weeks since she was last seen. Uh, And, you know, kind of crazy because she always went 
to the store on a certain day and, you know, her other activities oh, on a certain day. Man. But, you know, maybe they thought she was sick. Who knows? Well, turns out she was almost 100% eaten by her dog and by rats. That sounds delicious in a very, very, very disturbing yet eerily confusing and interesting way. I mean, sardines, like... Throw throw them little throw them little bitches on my Caesar salad. I'm all about that life. Really? Oh well. What do you uh, think? What do you think Caesar dressing is made of? When you go okay, to like the well, fancy restaurants, first it's- of all, Shelly, how many meats are you eating out of a tin? Besides, uh, like dick in a box. <laughs> Spam. <laughs> I don't. I don't eat meat out of a can. That's right. So why are sometimes you tuna? Eating? Okay, fine. Tuna fish, like to make like okay. Exception yeah. granted for that one. But like okay. whenever I think All about right. sardines, I'm like, it's literally like, don't you eat them whole? I, I know. Well, I mean, I eat them in my salad if they give them to me in the Caesar salad because they're good. I'm going to remember this about you. Yeah. File oh. it away. What about like sardine and onion sandwiches? Like I've heard that some people like that. And um, and you hold on hold on time 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 out. You just scratched your forehead with your middle yeah. finger. Are you flipping oh. me off? No, it's because it's my longer fingernail and it can get into the corner of my eye right here. <laughs> if I was gonna flick you off, I'd do it super directly. Did you, you know, say this... flick? Did you say yes. flick or flip? Why flick. is it flick? No, it's flip. I don't know. I've I've always said flick. Is it flip? Well, I mean, shooting. You f- you're like you flick it or do you flip? I guess you could flip it or you could flick it. Like oh. if you flip, yeah, like if you flip it, it's from bottom up. But if you flick it, you're holding the fist and then popping the middle one out. Or you could flip flick it. Like pa-pow. together, like like Zorro. Yeah. Like, you know, draw your yeah. weapons ready and yeah. flip flick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, um, so oh we digress. God. Yeah, that's so funny. I should try that for my next depot. Like, Stop. Yeah. You're now you're scratching your nose. You sure? I'm trying to scratch all my things now. You're like you. you're like the, you're like the <laughs> child that points with their middle finger. I know. I know. I have They're to like because like, it's the longest. No, don't do that. Well, it's like because my one whatever. You know why? Here, is that better? If I like use my pinky? Yeah. Now I can see. Your like pinky, direct yeah. my eyebrow. But now you have like the the Hawaii like hang ten. Oh, hang five, hang yeah. ten. I don't. I don't. I've never been to Hawaii. Uh, I don't know. It's yeah. I haven't either. I think yeah. well, never. But okay, let's go to Hawaii. So, yeah, I know. Let's do that. Let's do a show from Hawaii, please. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But until um, then, we're, we're talking about hoarders. So I know. Well, there's probably hoarders in Hawaii, but maybe not as many because they're spending like too much of their time. It's outside. too damn expensive to be a hoarder there. Yeah, I know. I was like thinking about uh, the different kinds of hoarding. I remember going to a house that was actually completely clean, but she had over 150 light bulbs. And why, I remember why, why, why would you have over 150 light bulbs? Well, why does anybody do anything? <laughs> I mean, honestly, like I remember we were there because she had actually been burglarized. So I was there to, you know, do what I do. And I opened up a closet. Did an electrician burglarize her? I was looking for light bulbs. I mean, Jesus. I mean, you might as well have thought. So I open up this closet and it's not one of those like three foot, like one door closets. It's like a larger one that has like the accordion doors. Oh, yeah. And the entire thing from ceiling to floor was light bulbs. And I was like, what the ever loving piss 
is going on here? So I'm leaving her home and I'm putting away my stuff and I'm telling her, okay, ma'am, you know, I collected this print from your room and I swapped this and whatever. And I set, um, I like to set realistic expectations with victims. So I said, you know, the prints that I got are this level of quality. You know, we typically see results from that back sooner than we do DNA. By the way, what's up with your light bulb closet? (laughs) That's hilarious. (laughs) I'm like, I have to ask you, why do you have six feet of closet space, floor to ceiling with light bulbs? And she's like, I'm afraid of the dark. (laughs) Aww. I said, well, are you afraid of all of your light bulbs breaking or are you afraid of losing power? She's like, I'm just afraid of the dark and buying light bulbs every single time I go to the grocery store stops me from having a panic attack. So I don't even know if I want to call her a hoarder, though the one thing resulted in a hoard. She She's a collector. A collector she certainly of fine, is. Fine light bulbs. Okay, so what's your definition of a hoarder? Because for me, a hoarder yeah. is someone that is... I mean, I mean, it, it's well, you know, maybe that's true because it's almost like it's a, a sickness. Well, I want to say that it's kind of like a compulsion to like or an addiction in any way. Like if you think about the fact that most hoarders probably don't want to live that way, I think that probably it is either manifesting in that way or I have heard of people hoarding because of situations, right? Like maybe they've had a recent tragedy or a recent trauma. And, you know, sometimes when people go through something extreme, they sacrifice like their health and their cleanliness and their like well-being because of having to put that trauma or that incident or their grief in a certain place. So I do know that I've seen homes that have gotten more or less trash because somebody was in a uh, bipolar episode or a depressive state. But those things don't typically have the longevity on what I've seen that constitutes like deep-seated hoarding. Yeah, yeah. I guess I, another another kind of like really weird, crazy, because I want, I want to hear more of your investigative uh-huh. hoarding stories. Right. But not too long ago, uh, there was uh, an elderly son that had died. I mean, you know, he not elderly. I guess he was just older. Um, right. And he had died and he was a hoarder and he had died due to a bunch of his crap that fell on top of him. So he died of <gasps> oh. positional asphyxia. Oh, my God. I've heard of that. Yeah. 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 And so during the investigation, uh, you know, obviously welfare check. Here we are again. So during the investigation, the neighbors had notified them and they said, you know, yeah, I guess his you know, mom had died a couple of years ago and th- they were looking for the next of kin to notify. And they're like, yeah, mm-hmm. all right, well, then who do we go for? And th- so they're looking for the mother's record of death. And it turns out right. there wasn't one. So now it's a huge investigation with, you know, financials and stuff, because, OK, if neighbors are reporting mom's dead, but son didn't report mom's dead and state doesn't know that mom's dead then Uh guess who's getting social security funds right (gasps) so yeah social security funds are still being directly deposited so that's what son's living off of apparently and so yeah so 
turns out, you know, they're looking through financials and they're like, oh, there's a storage unit. Well, quarters a lot of times have storage oh, units. No. Oh, I yeah. Think I, I know what's going to happen. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Go on, oh, yeah. Go on, this go on, is go totally on. like an episode where you're like, oh, my gosh, I totally yes. think I know what's going to happen. Then you're like, <gasps> All right, I have yeah, to know yeah. if, if you if I nailed or if you nailed it later. All right, so yeah, yeah, get to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They search the storage unit and they find mom's skeletal remains in okay, the storage Norman unit. Okay, Norman Bates. What the? Fuck? Yeah, and it turns out that after the autopsy, it is believed that mom died approximately maybe ten years prior. You know what's so funny is. I know that, like, everybody jokes about Florida, but, like, it's true. Like, we are just ridiculous. There was a story in our news recently where some woman had put her mother in a, you know, like, one of those freezers that you put in your garage that's, like, not very high, but it's long and deep. Yeah. Um, She put her mom in one of those, and for the past year and a half to three years, she's been collecting her pension and her Social Security. Yeah. And like there's no record of the mom's death. I guess there was nobody checking in on her except for the daughter. And I don't even remember the circumstances to which like mom was discovered in this freezer. But they have arrested the daughter for fraud. But I was actually reading the article and I know this isn't the right attitude, but I was like, you know what? Well done. Yeah, you know? right? I mean, <laughs> well done. Oh my done. gosh. That's, yeah, that's kind of <laughs> yeah. cool. All right. Yeah, like, like I wonder how much money that long of pension and social security adds up to because like, you know, like, have you ever had a crime scene, Shelly, or like a case where you knew something was wrong, but you were kind of like, you know what? This deserves applause. This, yes. <laughs> this deserves yes. applause. <laughs> it's one of those, oh yeah. All right. That's, yeah. yeah. Good job. Like I'm kind of like I'm impressed. Huh. I'm yeah. impressed. Yeah, a little. Yeah, yeah. I, actually, yes, there are quite a few. Yeah, it's, it's weird because you know it's sometimes it's the most innocent looking ones that yeah. just come out of nowhere with this. Well, you know, I'm sure they were thinking like, well, she's dead. She's not going to use the money and fuck the government. Yeah, there you, you go. Know? <laughs> there you go. And so, like, it's almost like you don't even want to, like, put, like, oh, well, this person is cold and heartless. Like, because it wasn't determined that she killed her mother. Yeah. It was just like, yeah. mom is dead. And yeah. there is a check coming every week that I'd like to not stop. And wow. nobody's checking in on mom. And funerals are expensive. Oh, heck yeah. I need to pick your brain for a sec. Yeah, so yeah, So I want to know. All right. Yeah. I think that I want to tell you, you know, I've already talked about finding, you know, a, a elderly person on a on a ladder. Right, right, right. There was another one where there was someone that there was a husband and wife and they were found uh-huh. in their house deceased. And one of the uh, marital spouses was found in a corner under like I, I don't know what they were doing in the corner or how they got to be in the corner uh-huh. other than the boxes around them were stacked really high. And so oh. they might have fallen off of the box because they were climbing on the boxes uh-huh. for something. Maybe they're trying to get the cobwebs. That that might be okay. it, right? They're trying yeah, to like, clean cobwebs. They were yeah. trying to clean, Shelly, obviously. Yeah. They're trying to clean the cobwebs, yeah. So yeah. they fell and they couldn't get out of that little area. So they're corpses in this corner and they're curled in almost a fetal weird, position. Yeah, almost a fetal position because you know there's not a lot of room. 
And then the other spouse was found hanging over the boxes. And something had toppled on top of them, squishing them in between boxes. Like they were trying to help their spouse out of that corner. Yeah. So what I'm hearing, it sounds like, which obviously I can't see this or don't know any of this to be true. So huge asterisk that I'm not trying to be one of those dicks that speaks like I know what I'm talking about when I don't. It sounds like there might have been like an avalanche of sorts where maybe like somebody was trying to reach something and then he fell down. And then, like you said, spouse went after and subsequently the avalanche maybe wasn't done (laughs) or maybe he fucking was trying to get away from her and there was a struggle. Like there's so many different possibilities on that. Yeah. Ooh, struggle. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, when there are things tumbling, I mean, when you're in a hoarding situation, it's super difficult to decide or to determine whether or not things fell because of a hoarding or B because of a struggle and because of a disagreement and things that got physical. I mean, you have to take into consideration that there is a population of people that are hoarding that are in a state of mind that's not balanced or equalized or maybe rational. I mean, some hoarders are perfectly functioning like the woman that you were discussing before. I'm not a psychologist, but I'm just speaking to the crime scenes that I've seen where I agree with you, Shelly, that people are like showing up to work and like everything is pristine and their homes are a disaster. But then there are people that, you know, there's probably flies buzzing around their head. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they're, yeah. And they're like making tinfoil hats and things of that nature. So there is a population in hoarding that's consistent with a deeper mental illness and that can result in discord in the home. But for the sake of looking at the sunny side of the mountain, let's just say that somebody fell and their lover was going after them. Okay. All right. Yes. Yeah. But I mean, I haven't had one like that where there's such a deep pit, but I've definitely had a hoarding situation where, I mean, this one was more of the hoarding where there was like a lot of bins, like a lot of, uh, you know, like those clear plastic bins you can buy at a yeah, home store. store. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like the storage bins. Thank you. That's what I meant to uh, say. And they were kind of everywhere. So it was almost a clean hoard. It wasn't filth. Like the bins were even wiped clean of dust, but they had created like a bin city. And so she was missing for a few days and the mail had started to collect, which is a famous sign of, uh uh-oh, you know, whenever you see mail collecting or newspapers collecting, not that like I know anybody that even gets a newspaper anymore. Hoarders do. Yeah. Okay, boomers. Right. So... She was missing, so we made forced entry into the home. Or I didn't. They did. The the guys did. And couldn't find her, couldn't find her, couldn't find her. It turned out that she was like a very, very small person. And she had fallen into the space between two of the bins. And she was so tiny that she barely even smelled through going through decomposition because she didn't have like the mass. A lot of fat. Yeah, she didn't have the fat to, to kind of yeah. liquefy. She, she literally was like mummified between her bins. Wow. And wow, it was just crazy. the most, it was a super bizarre crime scene, Shelly, because A, we've got a person 
in an advanced state of decay. Yeah. Very little evidence of bloat and the subsequent melting that happens after you pop. And a tower, like an emerald city of bins that are like everywhere. It was so weird. It was like, it almost felt like a staged movie. I was just going to say, that seems to me like it's almost staged. So did you treat it like a homicide or did you treat it like a (sighs) accidental? I mean, we treat every unknown death like a homicide, but I remember there being, like, I remember thinking if somebody killed her, these fucking bins would have fallen over. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, like, maybe they, maybe they yeah. killed her and then they like shoved her in there. Shoved her so in the middle. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, that's real. I don't, I mean, it was proven to be like a cardiac event, oh, okay. um, but I mean, we treated it like a homicide at the time, but I remember thinking, well, all these bins are great fingerprinting surfaces. <laughs> yeah, there you, know? you go. There you go. All this smooth plastic is awesome. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, you were talking about mailing like newspapers and such. And, yep. you know, I have to say, fires love hoarders. Yeah. Yeah. Because they, they usually hoard all their, I mean, if you think about it, paper, hoarders food. usually have a lot of trash. And if they yeah. don't have a lot of trash, they have boxes of stuff stacked up. And what is the best kindling? Well, boxes. So paper. there's been a, yeah, boxes, paper, trash, mail, newspapers. I mean, And then all know, that patina can make a candle, I guess. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You said patina. Definition yeah. time. Go for it. Yeah. I kind of said it a little bit earlier, but it's basically when something has been like essentially laminated and... It, it creates like a smooth surface. So it's a film that forms naturally on something through time. So if you've ever seen like rocks that are held and they eventually like they go from a rough surface to a smooth one. Well, I mean, it's also so it's also kind of like uh, it's a when, finish that happens. Yeah. On things. So like right. when, it, when things are antiqued and they go from like a copper or a bronze to like that greenish. Right. That's the patina. Well, yeah, because, like, that's a chemical reaction, like, for the copper. But yeah, also, like, okay, so I remember when I was learning anthropology, my mentor had a few archaic remains. And for this, uh, the purposes of our state, anything over 75 years of age is determined to be no longer of forensic significance. And so what happens is when you have a skeletal sample that is used for the purposes of learning, it's touched a lot, right? Yeah. So bone is relatively porous. I mean, don't like gag, but in anthropology, we have this thing called the taste test to find out whether or not something is bone or stone. And basically you take... Absolutely. (laughs) Yes. You take the bone and you like stick it to your tongue. And if it like sticks, then it's bone. And if it doesn't stick, it's stone. Yes. That's amazing. Yeah. If I lick it, therefore it's mine. Or I lick it, therefore it's mine. Yeah. If you lick it and it sticks, it's bone. But if you've been holding it a lot, it kind of wears down. Yes. So similarly to like if people have trash all over their floor and they're trying to move throughout their house, it's going to eventually mat down and it's going to eventually develop a layer of like grease and like create like a waxy like surface. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I mean. 
Okay. All right. So CSI right. EDU. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm picking up that, that long ass definition of what you were putting down. <laughs> I know. I was trying to think about like an official way to say it. But what? basically, what are it, you it has official to happen right now. I don't what, know. Who are you and what'd you do with Laura? Uh, Why don't you I have guess, another sip of that mommy juice you got going on? I know. It's it's um, a Malbec. It's freaking. All right. So um, CSI wine of the week is a Malbec. We love, we love wine. We absolutely, we, yes. <laughs> we, yeah. So. Let's talk about different positions of hoarder deaths. Oh, my God. Okay, so there's definitely, like, fucking straight out. Like, you just die and, like, plank. Okay, so you're talking you're talking uh, parallel to the ground. I'm yeah, talking, I'm talking, like, mummified, like, mummy yeah. style. So yeah. perpendicular to the ground because you get stuck between your shit right. and you can't get out. And now you die standing up. And then there's like jigsaw puzzle where they're like contorting their bodies to get around the different obstacles in their home. So when you see them, it looks like a fucking like abstract mess, like a puzzle piece. Yeah. Or like a crazy chicken nugget. Like, you know, like those weird chicken nuggets that you get there. Like a dino nugget. What are you talking about? Yeah, like chicken nugget. You know, like how there's. Like you go to like a fast food restaurant and like there's the same three design of chicken nugget. Like, because they're made out of molds and some kind of fucking disgusting process and I'm still going to eat it anyways because whatever. But, like, they're, like, all, like, curvy and there's, like, an arm sticking out over here. Uh, <laughs> I, I, maybe, maybe, maybe our listeners know what you're talking about, but I have no Girls, clue. don't tell me you don't eat fast food chicken nuggets. Not everything comes in a strip. <laughs> I don't eat fast food chicken nuggets. I don't. Well, excuse me. I occasionally indulge in a fast food burger, nuggie, and fries. Chicky nuggies. Chicky nuggies. Wow. Chicky nuggies. I guess it's because, you know, my kid's grown, so maybe that's why. Um, I didn't get them for my kids. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. I was totally giving you an out right there. I know, but I... Can't All right, lie. so so hoarder death positions are chicky nuggies, uh, right. puzzle puzzle piece, chicky nuggies, planking, or straight up and down like a mummy in a sarcophagus, <laughs> <laughs> or um, completely contorted in the rungs of a ladder. Yes, or back bending over something because they died, tripped, and fell, and then like I don't know. I've seen like full wheel. I. <laughs> A full wheel. Full wheel pose. If you don't know, Google it. Do some yoga, people, if you don't know what I'm saying. Full wheel. I've seen them where their head has actually gone through the drywall. So what 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 animal is that where your head is in the ground? Is it an ostrich? Oh an ostrich, yeah. An ostrich. So ostrich pose. Okay, I have to tell you, Shelly, you're officially describing something that I have never seen on a crime scene, which is somebody's head in the drywall. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I don't know what the heck they did, but they just rammed their head in the drywall and now they're... Okay. Oh, I thought of something. Did you notice that people that die in hordes are always naked? (laughs) No, that must be a Florida thing. (laughs) Why is everything a Florida thing, damn it? (laughs) Uh, Because it's a little odd. I've never... No, they don't know. Oh my God. I remember I went to a hoarding house and the only food in the kitchen or the pantry was cereal. That's it. The whole house was full of cereal, but not even like good cereal, like the kind of cereal that you buy and it comes in a bag instead of a box. (laughs) 
off-brand. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I don't even care that it's off-brand because there's off-brand and then there's cereal in a bag. Like okay. where it's like a huge like – come on. Come with me on this. It's like a big bag. All right. All right. Bag. Journey, journey down the bag of cereal like from it's not, a hoarder house. It's like – all right. Imagine that like you would go to like a, um, a wholesale store, like a Costco or a Sam's Club or a BJ's or something of that nature. And <laughs> instead of it being like – I know. <laughs> I know you would think of that. Of course you would. Oh, whatever. Shelly. Uh, all, all I see are, are, are the weevils that, that – like form and they what is a weevil cereal weevils what is a weevil they're little like bugs that are in old cereal and hoarders you know they're not cleaning out their first of all i have never heard of a weevil second of all what kind of shit is crawling through your cereal i mean i live in florida okay oh whatever (laughs) so weevils weevils they can't stand humidity probably what, what does a weevil look like I don't even know, but I, I just I just remember reading about it and I mean, you know, pre- precautionary don't I don't This know. sounds like Winnie the Pooh with like heffalumps and woozles. <laughs> no, it's a weevil. <laughs> you're a weevil. <laughs> it's all right, you're you're flicking oh. me off right now. I know I'm I am I flicking or am I flipping you? <laughs> <laughs> you're flicking, I'm flipping. Okay, so all right, so anyway, so like there were- so positional asphyxia from hoarding. Positional asphyxia from hoarding. You um, haven't beat the ostrich. I haven't beat the ostrich. The cereal and the light bulbs were probably like not as good as. Well, I think the cat lady where like she actually had no belongings other than cats and like two and a half couches. And then two and a half couches. Yeah, because she had like the couch that she died on. There was the beanbag chair downstairs which I guess is like a half a couch and then her bedroom was like a couch bed oh like a futon it wasn't a futon I remember it being like a pullout (laughs) and I think she did that because like all the cats were like framing did she pull out of BJ's I don't think she was getting (laughs) any BJ's or getting pulled out of at all (laughs) I mean, if she was, this poor dick had to make its way through a lot of different pussy, and I don't mean vagina. (laughs) (laughs) But did the cats eat her face? Oh, yeah. They definitely started with her any place that has the most holes. That's what cats do. Yeah, that's what any kind of decomp and or bugs and or cats and or things that are feasting on you do. Cats, rats, bugs. Oh, oh. Shelly. This is a this was a great episode. It was just kind of should... off the wall and just just a little crazy. I think we're in a weird mood today. It was just a little crazy. Yeah. I feel like we should stop before we get in actual trouble. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Unless before we're already in like, trouble. I mean, we definitely are already in trouble, but like hopefully. Yeah. Like. So you know, I mean, yeah, is there anything else that's very interesting about hoarding other than it's a smell that you just, you can't describe. I could describe an autopsy and I can say that I don't mind the smell at all. Oh my God. How many times are we going to talk about smells on this show? The answer is a lot more. Um, a ton more. <laughs> yeah. Cause everything, like, I feel like we are going to eventually come out with a line of perfumes. Like this is a hoarding smell. This is a decomp. Oh. This is a decomp in water. You too can smell like eau de toilette de decomp. Eau de toilette de decomp. Oh, by the way. Hoarders sometimes die on the toilet. 
Oh my God, you just triggered memory. Yes. Okay. Please tell me your memory. Okay, 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 okay. Oh my God, it's so bad. Hold on, I have to like collect myself. Okay, well, you're collecting yourself because I think you might. Okay. Yeah, don't vomit. Okay, okay. Just do it. So this man died from malnutrition. His home was hoarded to the point where his toilets were no longer working. So he had shit in buckets and left the open buckets all over his, oh my God, all over his house. And when there were no more room for poop buckets, he had, pardon, started to shit in bags and they were piled (laughs) up in the shower. Yes. It was the definition. The shit shower. Of, I'm like, I'm like, I'm literally going to shower and shave. Was he clean shaven? Okay, here's the deal. All right, for our audience to know. Okay, your girl here. Okay, your girl can handle decomp, blood, piss, vomit. But the one thing that I cannot handle. Don't <laughs> cry. Adult, is adult human shit in the way that my memory is triggering me right now. Can you hear my trauma in my voice? <laughs> oh, yes. I can see the trauma on your face. Like, Shelly, he was a tall man and he was so emaciated that, like, Ugh. I was able to pick up his body with, like, my two hands grabbing an arm and a leg and, like, my hands, my one hand completely wrapped around his arm and my other hand nearly completely wrapped around his thigh and his butthole... Like there was so little okay, I was, fat I was on his body. I was going to ask about that. His, yeah. Th- yeah, there was so little fat on his body that his whole butthole was like open rather than there being like a crack. Ew. Blech. Okay, so, so everybody's was it welcome. Clean, though? Everybody's welcome. Was it, but was it clean though? Because there was, Nothing you know, was clean. There was, there was no feces cl- there, everywhere. So well, did it, he have feces dried on him? Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> uh huh. So there was like, I mean, I can't believe I forgot about this that's in our whole even, entire episode. That's not even a yes. That's uh huh. Shelly, Shelly, like, like, like I Your just eyes remember. Are watering. Okay, because I had like I'm smelling it again and I'm seeing everything again. Like I remember your face the poop, is red and your eyes the are poop watering. Buckets had started to turn like colors. Oh, sludge! Like, Shit, sludge! But, like, because you know, like the the thick, it like separated like the way that blood separates on a scene. And I remember saying to the detective, listen, I have done so much for you while you waited in your car, motherfucker. You are helping me (laughs) on the poop scene. You are helping me. I am not doing this by myself. I need help. And to this wonderful detective who is definitely going to know who he is when he listens to this episode. I think, yeah. To his credit, a hundred percent he helped me. And I was like, I owe you a Coke or a beer. (laughs) Or a chocolate shake. I hate you. (laughs) I hate you so much. We are are definitely getting fired. (laughs) We probably should have warned our listeners that this is going to get disgusting. And like you're explaining this and I can I can visualize it and I can almost smell it. But I think, yeah, looking at at your face and you're just cringing. I know. I feel like this should have been a video. 
And I'm telling you, there is nothing that grosses me out, but I cannot. And I know like maybe some of you have heard me mention like the fact that I have children. Okay. Baby poop is not the same as an adult shit. Okay. <laughs> so for those of you that are potentially mom shaming me, I can change a damn diaper. Okay. This is not the same poop. Okay. Yeah. All right. You know what? So I'm what done. was he eating? Nothing. Like it, it's at some Then how point, did he crap be, so much if he wasn't eating? Because eventually the poop was diarrhea because he was <laughs> I have a, okay, slushy you know, we, slosh. <laughs> Buckets of sludge and slosh. Okay, so I mean I just I want to imagine that I'm trying to recall more of the details and they're sort of starting to trickle in. I think he had become ill. So he wasn't always as malnourished. Yeah, that makes sense. So the thing about that is that just means that these poop buckets had been like hanging out for a while. Yeah. Okay. So he was hoarding poop and you're welcome. (laughs) So he was a poop hoarder. (laughs) But like I was thinking like even with like the poop, in like the bags in the shower, like put it outside, put it in the trash can. Was this a house or an apartment? Uh, It was a villa. So it was one of those ones that like, there's a wall that was connected. Okay. But it wasn't an apartment building because there weren't like stories to it. It was all one level. So could you smell it from the exterior? No. Okay, that's really odd because usually when right? you walk up to a hoarder house and, you know, someone, well, I mean, I guess because you're smelling the decomp or the decay or, you know, right. a dead person, you, you know, you're, you smell dead people instead of I see dead people, I smell dead people. When you right. walk up, you're like, oh, yeah, this is going to be good. So I think Laura needs to uh, go maybe yeah. to the bathroom. I need to go light a candle and like smell things that remind me of peace and joy. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you need another mommy drink. I mean, why not the both together? There you go. Wine and candles. Awesome. Wine and candles. Sounds like an amazing night. Yeah. I mean, I can't believe I forgot about that scene. Yeah. Well, you know, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to go eat right now. So, you know, I'm excited. Yeah. That's that's why we do what we do is because we can go eat after. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. Talking about poop hoarding. For those of you that made your way through this episode, congratulations. The pathway to hoarding. Not just that, like you all deserve a round of applause from your crime scene queens for making it through this one. Yes. But but you know, if you did actually enjoy that and you're into this kind of crap, then please, you know, tell your friends and family about our show. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, maybe another wherever you listen to us at. And you know, if you're gonna die, do your local CSI a big favor. And keep it interesting. So until next time, see you all. Bye-bye for now. Bye-bye. Crime Scene Queens is a Q-Code Media production. Executive producers David Henning and Steve Wilson. Produced by Ryan Countshouse. Edited by Nate Dufort. Theme song and music by Darren Johnson. In the 1970s, John Todd burst onto the evangelical scene with a shocking tale. He claimed to be a former witch, involved in a then unheard of secret organization called the Illuminati, and urged Christians to prepare for a violent world takeover. 
First of all, the number one weapon in everybody's home should be a 12-gauge pump shotgun. Hear the amazing story of one of the originators of the modern-day conspiracy theory. From Magnificent Noise and Sony Music Entertainment, this is Cover Up, The Conspiracy Tapes. <laughs> 